Welcome back to this week's episode of Men of the Machine. I am your man, Kevin, and this is my machine. That's stupid. Anyways, uh, long time no record, long time no talk, long long time no nothing on this page uh, that I so stupidly pay for. I should really figure out and just make my own RSS feed and host it and, and then upload that, but then I'd have to go switch. Oof, what an ordeal. Point is... It's been a long time. I got my beautiful puppy, Pipey, staring at me. You good girl. And I just wanted to record something to try to convince myself to get back into the spirit of recording something. The last bit of of stuff on here was Halloween in July and then the Nutty Buddies that we did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jake and I haven't done list episodes. I haven't done solos. Nutty Buddies doesn't exist anymore. Or it, it does. You know what I mean? Um, so it's all been gone. And that means I've completely fumbled the bag, as the youths would say, uh, in regards to talking about all the things. Like, like for example, I went on my annual camping trip down the Susquehanna, and I didn't say nothing. I never talked about it. I love doing my solo where I talk about that. Or uh, we just recently had Oktoberfest, which was in um, September 22nd or whatever, in September. And it was a, a goddamn hoot and a half. I think everyone had a good time. I had a great time, but I think everyone had a good time. Uh, and then this weekend, well, at the time of recording this, it's the week, this weekend, I'm going to New York City for Comic-Con, my annual New York City Comic-Con adventure that I've been doing for... Oh boy, what do I, uh, let's go back, uh, 2016? So is this the seventh year? We missed one year from COVID. I think it was 2016, the first year I went. Yeah, the first year I came to Connecticut, I met Pat. Yeah, 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 that sounds right to me. Point is. Um, so there's been a lot. Uh, we've had uh, a, a lot of fun. I've had a lot of fun. There's been a lot going on. Franny and I have been changing up the house a bit now we got a lot of stuff we have to take care of a lot of stuff we have to fix i remember on a previous solo uh back in the spring i was like i was really on a grind i was i was really i was i was really headstrong on like making this house better and like being more proud in in my things and what i own and it don't get me wrong i remember that feeling and it was dope completely lost it I don't know why. I don't know what. The last few months in general have been a little wishy-washy. Well, like I said, just stopping podcasting as a whole. I used to talk about how kind of like nervous I would get podcasting. Just I don't know why. There's no reason to. And I was talking about this on stream last night. So that's another thing I've completely dropped the bag on was streaming. I loved streaming. I I have a lot of fun doing it. But I have just this never-ending inner monologue of like not good enough. Not not good enough in the sense of like you know capable or skills, but just in like that the output is irrelevant and and it's been that way for everything. Like I don't stream because I don't enjoy or I I still enjoy it, but I don't believe that I'm putting anything worth my time out, which isn't the point of it. I understand that. I've talked about that in the past as well. I don't podcast for the same reason. I don't do like the repairs I should be doing around the house because I always feel like. I do a shitty job at all that stuff, and even if I don't, it doesn't feel good to not do perfect, because a lot of my friends are, I, I, th- I think a big part of it, 
is the relation to those around me and how they view it, or at least my perception of how they view it. So, like, for example, I'm insanely proud of my chicken coop. I built that thing four years ago now. It is very shoddy. Don't get me wrong. At the time of building it, it was gorgeous, but I did a bunch of stuff wrong, so now it's settled. It's, like, off kilter. The door, you know, the the, the, the chicken run's starting to lean, all that stuff. And instead of, like, maintaining that pride and then applying that forward to fixing it, I have, like, this repetitive beat yourself down, well, look at how bad it is. And the people around you are either, A, way better at it, B, have more money to just buy a better version of it, or C, don't have it at all, so they'll project this ideal that they would have done it better, stuff like that. And that just keeps me from doing anything more. And it, and it shouldn't, you know? Like, there's a big hole in my um, in my roof right now because uh, I installed the air conditioner wrong. Um, and when I did that, it wasn't tilted enough and it drained into the windowsill, which leaked and then caused water damage and it, and it messed it up. So for the party, for the berry party we had, which I haven't even talked about that, for the berry party we had a, a hole in the ceiling, so... You know, I beat myself up over being an idiot about that. And then there was, it happened again in the other window. And then I broke the air conditioner trying to, so I got mad at myself for that. So then one day I got real gung-ho and I was like, okay, I'm going to use this tool that Phil let me borrow. And I'm going to completely take care of the, um, the, the I'm going to cut, it's, it's one of those multi-tools, the like vibrating saw multi-tools. I was like, I can do this. I can just cut out a, a, a perfect square of what I need. Then I'll go buy the sheetrock and put it up. And while doing it, the tool, I'd never used one before. You know, it was a little bit harder than I thought, and I didn't get straight cuts. So like on one, I went over the, uh, over the fucking use your words, Kevin, the beam. And on the other one, I didn't go enough. So now it's kind of kiltered. And then I just completely hated the attempt that I made and I just got mad and instead of you know it, yes it was my first time never used the tool for and like adjusting appropriately I of course went the other way with it so that's been happening a lot with all these different both very real maintenance requirements but also creative endeavors I've just been very stagnant on it um and that's not healthy I, I wasn't this solo wasn't supposed to be me talking about this I just was thinking about it while explaining why I hadn't podcasted in a while so I'm working on that I'm not working on that, but I'm I'm just talking about it now. I'm acknowledging it here, which means very little, but who knows? Maybe it'll get better. Um, uh, I'll just speed run through some of the things. The river trip was incredible. Lucas came with me this year, and we had an absolute blast. Um, it was four days. How many days did we do? Did we all leave on... Yeah, because the rain and then, yeah, we only did three days. We want, everyone had consistently said four, 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 and then the Saturday just beat us down. So when everyone woke up Sunday, we're like, why don't we just go? Let's just go. We don't need to do this anymore. Um, so that was an experience to say the least, but that's okay. Uh, it was rainy. It was, a couple people got sunburned real bad. Vinny got blackout drunk in the middle of the day on set. It was it just so many things. Fun, all good things. But man, everyone was just like, all right, I think I'm ready to go home on Sunday. So we didn't end up doing the extra day, which is okay. Um, I did stay an extra night at Charles's so that I could drive home safer than not. So that was fun. 
Um, maybe Lucas and I will be able to talk about that in a future podcast in more depth. I want to know his experience with it because it was the first time he'd ever gone. And there was lots of like inside jokes that kept going, a lot that he you know, got to be a part of that we were all laughing about and like real dumb stuff that we all got into. Berry Party was awesome. Berry Party was a huge success. Um, my parents came, is the fruit party, and this year was mixed berry. My parents came, everyone freaking loved them, which made me feel really good because my parents are the best. Um, and played a bunch of games, and my dad and, and Jake's dad, which I call both of them dad, uh, just hung out and chit-chatted while my dad grilled for a while, which was hilarious. It was like the, it was like the, the meme of two dads and new balances standing at a grill. Yeah, so that was really fun for me to to, to 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 see. I know that Daddy Parada is not my dad or anything, but it was you know that that family I'm, I'm I'm so connected to at this point, and I love so much that that was just really funny for me. It was just really cool. Um, so that was good. Had a great time with that. Oktoberfest. We went to Vermont, no New Hampshire, and it was Vaughn, DJ, Craig, myself, Jake, and Rob. I love Rob. I don't get to spend like any time with Rob. He's a, a high school or a middle school or childhood. There's the word. He was a childhood friend of uh, DJs, and I've met him a couple times, gotten to do some stuff with him, but I've never got to actually spend like long time, quality time with him. So that was really cool. He's a great dude. He's very fun. He he. he has very strong video game opinions, as I do, but in the exact opposite direction, so a lot of fun conversations there. Uh, and we opened some cards. We played the One Piece game. I am on a card-collecting tear. My One Piece binder is so sick. I've spent way too much money on it, uh, but I don't care because I love it. Problem on that on the Oktoberfest, and it was not a problem. I don't want to use that word because it was the opposite of a problem. It was the fucking point. I got very drunk on Saturday, not blackout or anything, but I got, you know, I got silly with it. And then I made the most grievous mistake I could ever make at something like this. I decided to take a nap. And when I woke up at about 7.30 PM, I felt like dog water. Not only do I just have a just raw inability to nap, I, I keep trying. I'm getting better. If this is, you know, in relation to... The previous topic, I'm, I am getting better at something, and it's napping, but that kind of makes me feel like an old man, and I'm not an old man, but... So, uh, yeah, anytime I nap, I feel groggy, and, and don't say you're not sleeping long enough, you're, you're, not, you're sleeping too much, you're, you're doing it at the wrong time, you're doing the wrong thing beforehand. I tried it all, I've tried the 15-minute the nap, I've tried the 30-minute nap, I've tried the two-hour nap. Every time I wake up, I feel absolutely groggy and like garbage. I've drank tons of water beforehand, I've tried caffeine naps... Nothing seems to work for me. Um, just my body just doesn't like sleeping outside of bedtime. The problem is my body don't like sleeping at bedtime either. I can't remember what my, I just heard someone talking about it. We had friends over this weekend. I think James was talking about it. It's called like a, a personal time revenge or personal revenge uh, daytime. Or, I, I don't remember the really silly name for it, but the point is. When you lay down for bed, it is your only you time, which isn't true. I have a lot of me time. But so you end up staying awake to capitalize on on being available or whatever the heck. I don't think that's true for me. I just thought it was funny. And I was like, oh, maybe that's what I'm doing. Because once I, I can be on that couch, passed out, like ready for the whole night to be done. And then Franny will be like, come on, it's bedtime. And I go upstairs and I lay down and boom, wide awake. Even if I don't grab my phone, I've tried leaving my phone there and just like watching Family Guy or whatever it is. And I'm just... 
and I'll just sit here for 20 minutes, which then, of course, the fact that I haven't fallen asleep yet means I reach for my phone, which isn't the best habit, and uh, I'm trying to read more lately, but that's something I should be doing before bed because that does help me go to sleep. However, I'm reading a scary book right now for book club, and I don't want to read that before bed because I am very susceptible to being scared. That is something I hope I never lose. Um, I really enjoy scary movies and scary books and scary stuff like that. But, man, it makes it hard to sleep sometimes. You know, I was talking with, with my buddies the other day. Does anyone, do any anyone listening have this, have nightmares anymore? Are those something that exist for you at all? Because it kind of seems like none of my friends and no one I know has nightmares anymore, which is weird. Is it weird? Or is, am I just churldish for still having them? And I'm talking like, when you wake up, you are scared, fearful. You are, you're like, holy shit. Like, it's not like, whoa, scary dream, back to bed. No, you wake up and then you have like that in like deep fear that keeps you awake for a few minutes or, or longer, depending on what it is. Um, and I'm scared of the dark in general. So if I wake up scared and then I'm in dark room and I can't see anything and then I'm twice as scared, so on and so forth. It, it doesn't happen that often anymore, which is good. It does happen less. But did anyone still have nightmares? I'm just curious. I don't know. But we're reading The Exorcist for Book Club, which is awesome and very fucking scary. Sorry for my language. Very scary, but in such a good way. Uh, I got so distracted. What was I talking about? Oktoberfest. Oh, yeah, I took a nap. Oh, I'm bad at naps. Right, 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 right. So anyways, I ended up going upstairs at about 7.30, 8 o'clock, and then just hanging out in bed feeling like garbage till I fell asleep for the night, which was a shame because, well, my cats are fighting, which was a shame because Oktoberfest is so short to begin with. It's only it's only one day. We go out on Friday, we come home on Sunday, but because of check-in, check-out times, you get to the Airbnb at 4 or 5 or whatever, get all your stuff set up, have a good time, uh, and then you get Saturday, and then Sunday you're out by 10 or 11 in the morning, depending on checkout rules. So, kind of a bummer to miss that evening. Guys all watched Film Red, though, and loved it, which was nice. Uh, and then this weekend, Comic-Con. So, it's going to be kind of a hoot of a Comic-Con, I'll be for real with you. I'm also a little nervous about it, but it's going to be good overall. Uh, Patrick. Jake, DJ, Craig, Charles, Mosier, myself, and Alex are all going. This is the most that's ever gone. Last year we had uh, six of us, Patrick, myself, Charles, Lucas, Jake, and Alex. Yep. year before that we had four of us. I think every year other than that was four of us. And, and then you go back to just Patrick and I, which was for the first four years. So, Oh, no, Kevin Cardinal, so three of us. Anyways, um, so there's eight of us in two hotel rooms. That's going to be the hardest part because a lot of people have sleeping preferences. I'll word it as I'm not trying to be negative here because everyone's got their own thing, whatever. But uh, So figuring out the rooms is going to be the real chess match. Who's going to be the most respectful? Who doesn't sleep the loudest? Who's going to be you know, the most willing to just go to bed when it's bedtime? All that. Oh my God. Twinkle, cut it out. Actually, I should be yelling at Ducky to cut it out. Point is, um, so that's going to be one problem, or not problem, one one uh, challenge. 
The other, and this is the one that I'm like kind of dreading. No offense if you're listening to this, mis hermanos. Um, yeah, I called you my brothers, not my friends, because I love you. Uh, there is so many of us, and everyone is so situationally particular. Not everyone, but again, for the sake of not like narrowing down, like, you know, I was going to say narrowing down who I'm talking about. I'm not talking about anyone specific. I'm just trying to not single out anyone in the... Regardless. Situational particular behaviors and desires. Like, you know, there's no question that Patrick is a is a, is a a knucklehead mixpazitron. You know, he, we've had something we've done for years, and when that gets kind of adjusted and changed, he gets either upset or just a little anxious or just, you know, he likes to bitch me out for it because he likes bitching me out, which, you know what? fair. Um, those kinds of things are going to happen with all sorts of situations. We're going to get separated. Dinner's going to be a thing. Like I said, bedtime Friday night, we have the Auntie Donna show. Patrick's thinking about going to a couple of horror movies that have screenings at the really cool theater there. Um, I don't think it's going to be a problem. I'm just having that sort of preemptive, like, I really hope no one cares about anything. <laughs> like, if you want to see something, go see something. If you want to eat something, go eat something. If you want someone with you, just ask the party. There will always be someone to say yes to it. Like last year, Lucas went with Patrick to the Halloween panel. Yes, Patrick, I do regret that. I, I, I do regret not going with you to that. I was just caught up in the moment of going to... Excuse me, I, I don't remember what we did that night. I think we went... I think that was the night we went karaoke and bar hopping and stuff and met the, met the bridal party. But... I, I, I do regret that a little bit, but there will always be someone to do something, and that's just going to... And I know that a lot of people, you know, myself included, are going to not want to do something and do it just for the sake of the group, and that also feels bad. Not for me. I'm not saying, oh, if I don't want it, you can't do what I don't want. No, no I'm just saying that in general, from both sides, there is like a, oh, but it could be better, and I just don't want anyone to experience that and I think it's going to happen and at least once and that's fine I'm also really sad that Charles might not be staying till Monday I was really looking forward to a non-con night in the city just whatever we wanted and you know there Patrick's going home Sunday because he just has to stick with his system and Mosier is going home on Sunday because can't be can't be leaving Emmy to take care of the whole dang farm and family by themselves so I was hoping Charles would stay but if he doesn't you know, I understand. That's okay. Um, the rest of us will still have a, a damn good time uh, and, and enjoy ourselves. We get to go hang out with Raul and Brian again, which is going to be awesome. They were super, super nice, super funny, and super, like, personable, right? It wasn't weird meeting someone else's friends. They were just joking and having a good time, and we went to a, a beer hall, and I think we're going back to that beer hall, and I'm really looking forward to that. That's going to be that's going to be really fun too. So it's there's going to be more good and I should not be worried or nervous at all about it. And usually I'm not that kind of guy. That's, an, that's something I don't like. I, I don't want to have changed and be more like reserved and planned and all that shit because I don't like doing that. I prefer to be as completely sporadic and chaotic as possible. But these things happen, right? These, 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 these things, uh, they're, they're, they're a part of it now, and I got to get used to that. But I am really looking forward to Comic-Con. Uh, I'm really looking forward to doing more podcasts, I think. I think I'm going to reach out to Jake for the list episodes that we used to do for a while. I 
really wish Nutty Buddies would exist. It was the most fun, and those guys are my best friends in the whole world. But they're both fucking stupid. I'm saying that out loud. I know that one of them will listen. No, actually, they both might not listen to this because they stopped listening. Because, Anyways, I just wish we could do Nutty Buddies more consistently. But, you know, say la vie. Life is cruel. Treat you unfairly, even though. Um just gonna sing a little doctor's evil doctor evil no no harm in that oh ducky i'm sorry i stepped on you baby um but yeah that's all i've got for this i I wasn't intending for anything special but hey we had a little talk uh i got to tell you about some stuff and i will hopefully maybe no promises hunker down on uh uh on doing more for myself, but also for the things that I make and try to make and try to continue. So all's well that ends well, I guess. We'll see. Uh, otherwise, this has been another episode of Men of the Machine brought to you by me. Have a wonderful day. And as you can see, over here we have the Men of the Machine.